Welcome to the Sex, Kids, and the Internet Show with Buddy Knight. Our show addresses real threats to families in the 21st century, internet pornography, online predators, and sexual immorality. Since we are talking about sensitive matters of an adult nature, please use headphones or make sure children aren't nearby, even if they're sleeping. Get ready to take some notes, grab your Bible, and discover how you can protect yourself, your marriage, and your children from threats facing us today. Ready? Let's go. Welcome back. I'm Buddy Knight, your host for Sex, Kids, and the Internet. And this week, we're going to be talking about getting help. Because we've already talked about all the things our kids can get into, the things that can impact our families. But what do we do when we find a problem? What do we do if we have a problem in our marriage or even with ourselves? Let me share with you a phone call I got last Saturday morning. It was from a mother who had a young boy about 11, 12, 13, and he had been playing this new game on the Internet, which, think of it sort of like robotic battles of Lego robots, where you build the robots and you play against other people on the Internet. And he had been chatting with one of his opponents, who asked, where do you live? And he gave him the town. Oh, I live in the same place. And then all of a sudden, he said, oh, and I live on such and such street. Ooh, started localizing him gave too much information out, and the mother was very concerned. Well, what do you do in those situations? What do you do when it's a predator problem? What do you do when you have a pornography problem? Well, let's talk about that. Let's start off with what should parents do when they find or confirm a pornography problem in their house with their children? The first thing you have to do is you have to hold back the desire to just erase everything. That's one of the worst things you can actually do. What you need to do is you need to collect all the data you can. You need to make copies of any inappropriate files you've found, whether they be pictures or links or actual video or audio files. Make copies onto a DVD or onto a thumb drive because those have to be evaluated by you and by a counselor or other professional. If you find things in the history, print that out. Make copies of it. Sometimes you depending on how your computer's set up, you might have to do what's called a screen print, where you hit shift and you hit the print screen button. Then you go to something like Microsoft's PowerPoint, and you just paste that image in, and that gives a picture of the whole screen. And then you need to look at any monitoring reports from NetNanny, Spectre Pro, any other software. You need to print those out if you can, too, so you have hard copies. Kids are good about covering themselves up, and if they really think they're busted, they may just try and crash the computer. Next thing you have to do, change all the passwords. Child should not have access to the computer or to any other electronic device that we've talked about that can get him onto adult material. If you do have filters, make sure they're updated. Make sure they're properly configured. And then note the days of involvement. How long has the child apparently been involved? You can look at that when you look at the file names in searching as we do in our workbook by looking at what are the dates that the files were downloaded? If they've been involved for more than a week or two, or if they've been heavily involved for a week or two, then they need to be professionally evaluated by a Christian counselor who is trained and experienced in dealing not just with addictions, but with sexual addictions. Sexual addictions are different from drug addictions in that it's a corruption of a natural desire. So the treatment plan is actually closer to what you would see for an eating disorder than you would see for a drug addiction. But you have to have all this data because how they treat it, 
it's going to depend on what the kid is into. If your child is into pornography, that is just one man and one woman doing what comes naturally in a normal way, that's treated one way. But if they've gotten into some of the deviant material or the gay material, the counselor needs to know what they're into so he, he or she knows how to deal with them. And keep in mind, the counselor you get needs to be the same gender as your child because we're seeing both boys and girls become involved with this material. What if it's not pornography? What if you think your child is involved with a predator, just like the lady who called me last Saturday? Well, again, collect the data. If they've been doing any chatting and you have logs of that, if the logging is turned on on the chat programs, or you have any evidence at all, collect it. Do not delete the accounts. Don't delete anything. Instead, contact the authorities. If your police department's large enough, see if they have a cyber cop or internet police officer. Or if they don't, contact your state's attorney general or the FBI office. And if you're not sure how to contact these folks or which is the best to contact, you can always go to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They have a website called missingkids.com. That's a federally funded way of getting you in contact with the right people. And safeguard the child. Look at how bad the exposure is and maybe have that child always be in the presence of an adult that is trusted, preferably a parent. Because remember, the predator may be a friend of the family or it may be another family member. But safeguard the child no matter what it takes, even if you have to put them on a plane and fly them to Grandma and Grandpa or Aunt Sally in Hawaii. What do you do if it's not your child, but it's your spouse? Keep in mind, you can be a husband or a wife involved with this. First off, know that all is not lost. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts deeply. There's a lot of fear. There may be disgust, anger, all these things. You need to pray for wisdom. You need to pray for the Holy Spirit to take control of this situation. And you need to prepare to confront your spouse, but not in anger. Yes, you may have pain. You may show that pain. But if you come at them with guns blazing, well, they're going to be like Starship Enterprise. Their shields are going to come up and you're at war. You're not solving a problem. Rest upon Scripture about how Jesus said, if you even look at somebody else, you've committed adultery. Talk about how it makes you feel don't use a lot of, you did this and you did this, because you're shooting at them when you say you. If you say things like, you know, seeing this made me feel, and then tell them. Whether you're the husband or a wife, just be honest. Rest upon scripture, though. This is not something God approves of. And then realize, you may or may not be part of the cause. If you haven't been attentive to the relationship, that may have created a vulnerability in your spouse or you could have been the most attentive loving spouse ever and this still happened the involvement with pornography may predate your relationship it may go back to an earlier time in your marriage when your relationship was not as it should be and your partner was vulnerable don't play the blame game on you or them instead get help together you are one flesh you are united in Christ if one of you has a porn problem, you both have a porn problem. And you need to get together with counseling, but also getting a support team and structure that supports both of you and each of you individually.
start studying the Bible together. You may have been doing that anyway, but if you haven't, refocus on studying the Bible together. And not just on this topic, but just study God's Word. Let the Spirit, in teaching you His Word, bring you closer together. And join a support group, both of you. I recommend Celebrate Recovery, which is in many churches across the country. Celebrate Recovery has a great support structure, not only for those who are addicted or who are recovering from addictions, but also for the families. And finally, what if you're the one with the problem? And you may be a guy or a gal. Well, first thing you got to do is admit you have a problem. Admitting it is the first step, and that's hard. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be shamed. You certainly don't want to deal with your spouse and telling them. But this sin is getting in the way of the happiness God has planned for you and your loved one. And it can also be impacting your kids, because kids find these things out. So admit you have a problem. And then admit that you're going to need professional help. Yeah, I know. When our car is not sounding right, some of us like to tinker on the engine ourselves. But there comes a point where we've got to take the car to the shop, to a professional. He knows how to diagnose the problem without all the baggage we have. In the same way, you need to have a good Christian counseling professional evaluate your situation from the outside, without emotion, without preconceived ideas, without excuses, and then start helping you recover. Then you need to find a Christian accountability partner. Someone who can come to you every day or every week and say, Hey, John, or hey, Judy, how's your walk going in your struggle against pornography? Now, don't do this without your thought. You need someone you can trust. But get an accountability partner, and that is not your spouse. Now, if you're married or in a serious relationship prior to marriage, You need to tell your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend about your problem. But one caution, don't do this without consulting a counselor or pastor ahead of time. And only go to one who is experienced in dealing with this kind of sexual sin. Not all clergy are experienced or trained to deal with it. But get some guidance. Don't just blurt it out. And then get help to filter or lock down your computer and any other devices you've been using to access pornography. You need to do this, and maybe even have the reports sent to your accountability partner. Have the passwords given to your loved one. And then, as hard as all this is, know that Jesus died so that you can be forgiven, you can be healed, you can be restored. The blood of the cross can cleanse you. It may not be easy, but no sin is easy to recover from at all. And as you walk through this, admit that you're going to need a regular support group like Celebrate Recovery. You're going to need to walk with others who are struggling just like you are. Treat it like your golf game or your tennis game. You go to someone else who plays the game or who's a professional at the game to improve it. Do so for your recovery of your spiritual and your relational life. And finally, get used to hearing this statement come out of your mouth. I'm an addict. In this case, I'm a porn addict. 
it's not easy realizing you have a problem with your children or your spouse or yourself. But we have to be transparent. We have to bear one another's burdens. And to do that, someone's going to have to bear our burdens as hard as it is. So thank you this week for joining us where we're talking about getting help. Next week, we're going to talk about special situations. What about split families, blended families? What about traveling? What about kids going to friends' houses? How do you address those issues in the area of sex, kids, and the Internet? Make sure that you visit our website, www.knightsquest.org. Email us your feedback. Let us know if we're meeting your needs for the information you want about how to protect our families in the 21st century. Support this ministry if you can. We are a nonprofit, and we would love to hear from you, and we would love for you to join the battle. Remember, Satan owns the sexual battlefield. We're taking it back. Thank you. You've been listening to the Sex, Kids, and the Internet show. We're not promoting pornography, but equipping families to defend themselves against 21st century temptations. Why? Because the threat is out there, and the Bible addresses it. The information and views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of ApostleRadio.org. For more information about Night's Quest Ministries, the producer of the show, visit ApostleRadio.org in their Programs tab, or visit our site at KnightsQuest.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your returning next week. Remember, spread the word. We'll be here. The pre- and post-production of Sex, Kids, and the Internet was engineered at Tucker Communications and aired on ApostleRadio.org. To contact, go to www.tukco.net.